Hello and welcome to Retrospection. In this episode, we're swinging on a stir, carrying moonbeams in a jar, and maybe after seeing this film, we'll be thinking we were better off than we are. We're watching the action comedy Hudson Hawk from 1991. My name's Colin, and I'll talk to you so slowly, you'll think it's a career. I could take it. I, I've, I've been tortured once every three weeks, and I'm beginning to think it's a career. I've no idea what you're talking about. And my name's Paul, and I didn't want to do it. All I wanted was a cappuccino. That's been your excuse for years. I don't actually drink coffee. Yeah, you do. I do, actually, yes. I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, I don't drink first, it a lot. Of all, first of all, what a weird lie to do. I'd... Second of all, how easy was it to break you? Can you imagine if you'd been in World <laughs> War II as a, as a resistance leader and the Germans had caught you? And you'd be like, I, I, I don't drink cappuccinos oh yes you do you're right i do i'm sorry <laughs> they're, they're all in, hidden in the stalls <laughs> it's a good job i was in the great escape isn't it i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh you were in that lower low yeah the, the madonna with the big boobies over there, over mate. there right over there what, that's what, the end of that episode I, what i meant was i don't drink it a lot but i do drink it yeah, yeah, which is yeah. the opposite of not drinking yeah, it. Exactly. All right, we'll leave it there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hudson Hawk stars Bruce Willis as Hudson Hawk, Danny Aiello as Tommy Five Tone, Andy McDowell as Anna Baralji or Barali, depending on which character decides to use her last name. Mm-hmm. Or Bragley, I think, is also used at one point. I, I think I refer James to. Her, I, I think I refer to her mostly in my notes as. Um, Andy McDowell, because I couldn't remember, I could not remember what her name was all the way through this movie. Shocking, shocking. J- James Coburn as George Kaplan. Do we know where that name's from? Go on. It's the name of the fictional Secret Service agent in the film North by Northwest. That's the one that Cary Grant is always mistaken for in the film. Ah, excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Richard E. Grant as Derwin Mayflower, Sandra Bernhard as Minerva Mayflower, and David Caruso as Kit Kat. There's a few other people, but we're not going to do the whole cast list because you can IMDb it. I forgot the amount of people that were in this movie. I hadn't seen this for a long time. And I, I completely forgot that David Caruso was in it for a start. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have much of a role. So, you know. No. No. And he doesn't really have any lines either, does he? It's a very early role for him, though. We hadn't done... I did, hadn't done NYPD Blue at this point, had he? No, I think he'd been in First Blood, which was a few years before this. <gasps> I totally forgot that he was in First Blood. Yeah. Yes, he's the cop, right? Yeah. He's one of the coppers. He's one of the ones that, yeah. that, that doesn't really enjoy what they're doing to him at the beginning. He kind of stands up for him a little bit. Oh, I know that feeling. <laughs> oh, are you the young guy that stands up for... Uh, is that what you are? That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, okay. I am. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, this is directed by Michael Lehman. Yeah, he directed Lemon. Directed Heather's, and but since then it's been a lot of, I suppose you'd call it high quality TV things like American Horror Story, Heels, and uh, The Terror, which I thought was quite good. First season, anyway, I enjoyed. Didn't finish the first season. I I totally intend to go back mm-hmm. to it, and finish it at some point. I'll probably start again. But yes, um, we'll talk about him, I guess, later yeah. on about his directing style. <laughs> also, like, how much did he direct? There is that, isn't there? We'll that? talk about that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the story itself was written by Bruce Willis, Robert Kraft, and Stephen E. D'Souza. 
Yeah, isn't it? It's first screen, it's first and only screenwriting credit, isn't it, for Bruce Willis? Yes, yes. But when you say you wrote yeah. it, I think it's more of the case that he kept coming up with ideas that they kept tacking well, on. I think he came up with the original idea of Hudson Hawk as well. Yeah, it was him. And, and they did keep coming up with it. It was him and idea. Robert Kraft, as you said, wasn't it, that, that came up with yeah. it? Yeah. Screenplays by Daniel Waters. Mm-hmm. Talk more about him in a minute, okay. too. Uh, it's produced by Joel Silver. It's got that Joel Silver sheen to it, hasn't it? Yeah, is that what you call it? The Joel Silver sheen? It's as good as anything. There is a style. Silver sheen? There is a st- silver sheen, I like that. There is a style to a yeah. Joel Silver produced movie, though, isn't there? Abso-fucking-lutely. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, that is quite fitting. Choose a no, that was fitting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and it screams 90s. Oh, definitely. His style. Definitely, definitely. And it's even, as you say, Michael Kamen's involved in the music as well. So it's got that feel to it that all those kind of films have yes. as well. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure that a lot of these styles fit together as well as they should. Hmm. All right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So where do we start with the background on this? I don't know, Colin. Where do we start? Well, we should point out that Richard E. Grant isn't a big fan of this film that he's in. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you read the quote from what he said to Mark Commode? I've read the quote. I've also read his piece in his uh, memoir with nails as well about the making of this film. Yeah, there's a whole chapter devoted to the making of this film in his book, isn't there? There is, yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't speak happily about it. No, didn't he say that um, the re- one of the reasons why him and um, is it Sandra Bernard that's in it that's her name isn't it yes one of the reasons why they got on so well during this film is because quite early on they realized what a train wreck it was turning into so they kind of bonded over it a little bit yeah Uh, there is a a blog called uh, moneyintolight.com where uh, paul rollins roll ones i think his name is he interviews people and he interviews daniel waters about this film and it's it's actually a long Mm. piece where he talks about it. And uh, one of the things he says, though, about Richard E. Grant and Sandra Bernhardt is he says they carried the villainy a little too much off screen. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting to hear something else about it. Um, but he also says he started to know we were in trouble when in dailies, Joel and Bruce would say, you know what this is? This is a Pink Panther movie. And the next day they'd say, you know what this is? This is an American James Bond movie. And another day they'd say, you know what this is? This is a Flint movie. Let's get James Coburn in yeah. the movie. So basically Bruce Willis would wake up every day and have a different idea and a different a different kind of movie that he wanted to make. And that's what they were doing that day. Yeah. i read you this other quote. I could tell Bruce was invested in the character. I liked taking a more down-to-earth guy and putting him in a crazy environment. Bruce would have all these little ideas and I would have to work them in. First, Bruce wanted to have a pet monkey who he finally gets to see again after he gets out of prison. We realised it was going to be too time-intensive having to deal with a monkey, so I thought, what if the monkey was killed while he was in prison and it gives him something else to be angry about? We had someone putting out a hit on the monkey. It was named Little Eddie. There was a newspaper headline of the mafia shooting the monkey. The movie at one point was even more nuts than it is now, if you can believe that, so Hudson thinks it's the mafia that killed him. And if you watch the movie... In one scene, James Coburn admits he killed Little Eddie. When Coburn dies in the movie, he falls on top of the limousine as it goes over the cliff. If you look at his face, there's a picture of a monkey on his forehead. 
That's because in the fight scene that led to it, Bruce Willis had slapped a picture of little Eddie on his forehead and said, say hello to little Eddie, motherfucker, and then thrown him off the cliff. We filmed all these little things that made up this relentlessly running story about little Eddie being killed. Originally, Bruce is excited to meet little Eddie, but after Danny Aiello picks him up from prison, Danny has to break the news to him. By the way, little Eddie is dead. I wonder why they cut all that out then. I don't know. Because don't as know. ideas go, it's no no more strange than some of the other stuff that's in this movie, <laughs> is it? So you might as well have left it in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Should have just chucked it all in. Chucked it all in and just Yeah, all just of it. just let it go. Yep. You know. <laughs> yeah. Gone crazy. Well the, the 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 quote that um Richard E. Grant said to well the thing that he said to Mark Commode when Mark Commode confessed to him one day that he actually quite kind of enjoyed this film was that um Richard E. Grant said it was a stinking part it was a stinking pile of steaming hot donkey droppings and then he went on and called Commode an idiot for liking it. There you go. I, but I think this film has been reassessed over time. I think more people are starting to appreciate it. Yeah, I'm I I mean I guess we'll talk about this at the end when we sum it all up. But I don't understand why this movie wasn't a hit. But but we'll go into it, I imagine. Yeah, I imagine we mm-hmm. will. Uh, Danny Aiello, he was cast specifically by Bruce Willis because the two of them had known each other for years, hadn't they? They were friends before either one of them like made it. Yes. So it seems like Bruce Willis is a guy that looks after his friends. Um, Isabella Rossellini was the original choice for the role of Anna, but she had to leave because of scheduling issues. Oh, that's a shame. I do kind of think that Andy McDowell is the weakest part of this movie, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think so too. She's also kind of irritating when she's on screen. Oh, steady though. Steady. <laughs> just, 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 not her. just when she's on screen. Not her. She's not saying anything. Her, her, her character. Her character's kind of irritating. Right. Okay. I think you talk about the film not doing well. Apparently, this, this was marketed as an action movie rather than a comedy. You would have think, rather than the, yeah, yeah, it should have been a, a comedy. Not, mm-hmm. I guess they were going for, uh, um, Die Hard. Tr- yeah, playing into that kind yeah. of theme. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I imagine it's hard to figure out. It's hard to figure out how to advertise this film. I mean, it's not like Bruce Willis is is not known for comedy, though, is it? I mean, he did how many seasons of Moonlight? That's true. Fair enough, yeah. Blind Date? Yeah. You know, he's yeah. he done a lot of comedy, and he's good at comedy. He is, yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I mean, not everyone likes Blind Date, but I like it. Yep, so do I. So do I. And he's good at the snappy one-liners as well. Yep. Yeah. So again, yeah. I, I don't get why this movie didn't work for people. I think from what I read from the writer his opinion was that the people who hate it hate it for the same things that the people who love it the wackiness and and the the yes all the yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. ideas that are thrown together yeah mm-hmm. in, in many ways you know um and there's a lot of there's a lot of moments in this film that where i'm going to mention that the, it reminds me of it but in many ways this is kind of a carry-on movie isn't it yeah um there's a scene, well, in the beginning, I think it's more like a Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of things. It's, a, know, Co- it's it, a Cosby, Cros- not Cosby, it's not a Cosby movie, is it? Yeah. 
Whoa! <laughs> Back away. <clears throat> it's it's a, it's a Cro- Crosby um, and Hope movie as well. Yeah, well, well, like Dean Martin and and Sammy Davis Jr. They did these films set in London, yeah. where they were uh, a casino, no nightclub owners, mm. but they end up being involved in the crimes and mm. things. And it kind of has that feel to it. Yeah, it's got a lot of different. It touches a lot of different things, but but there's little jokes yeah. in there that that wouldn't look at a place in the Carry On movie as well. Yeah, yeah. So it, I mean, you're not going to cast. We're not casting. No, Hudson no, no. We can't. We can't. We're not no, doing we that. No, we, we can't. can't do that. No, no. So, so talking about how this film did, then we shall. I suppose we should say the budget for this was 65 million, which is a lot at the yeah. time. And the box office takings were ninety-seven million, so it made a bit of a profit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I imagine it did eventually on video rentals and things just like us. that. And satellite, cable, just yeah, us. Satellite, cable, just us. <laughs> um, the the budget did balloon because the ending, or uh, not the ending, but the scenes in it that were cut out that they couldn't film. Mm-hmm. There's supposed to be a big scene that ended up being just inside Andy McDowell's hotel room instead. And you know that bit where James Coburn goes in and says, we did this heist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They actually were supposed to see that Oh, heist. I see, right, okay. Yeah, because you don't see it, do you? Right, you don't see it in the movie. Yeah. No, 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 it's in the script, and then Joel Silver was like, ah, oh, we, we just can't afford yeah. that. I wonder whether 65 million is a conservative estimate of what it cost, and maybe it was, and that's why it's considered a bomb, because it really cost more than that. Probably. Yeah, maybe, Probably. yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you know that Richard E. Grant was offered the part of the Sheriff of Nottingham in Kevin Costner's Robin Hood movie, and he had to back out of it because he was uh, scheduled to do reshoots for Hudson Hawk? I bet he was absolutely gutted. Yes, I can imagine. But, you know, we got Alan Rickman. I was going to say, you can't imagine that, that movie without Alan Rickman, can you? No. 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 He's, I mean, he's one of the good things in it. Yeah, or, or, I, I can imagine Richard E. Grant doing it, but he, but Alan Rickman seems bigger. Yeah, you know? yeah. If if Richard E. Grant was standing up against Calvin, Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner just wiped the flow of him. Yeah, he? yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's an imposing figure, isn't he? Richard E. Grant would be the second in command to the Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, that's kind of like Weasley guy that uh, yes thinks he yeah, yeah, thinks yeah. he should be higher than what he is, but really isn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That sounds familiar to you, Paul. No idea what you're talking about. Okay, all right. Let's get into the film. Okay. So it's it's nice to see the uh, good old TriStar horse. Yeah, I miss that. I miss that logo. Yeah. Gone, like everything else that's good like... in life. <laughs> oh, oh dear. <laughs> Took a dark turn suddenly. They take everything away from you eventually. Do they? <laughs> they do. They do. Do, do you want to talk about not it? Not really, no. No, no, no. You're not my therapist. That's right. You don't pay me enough. <laughs> I don't pay you at all, Colin. Well, not I anymore. Know. Not anymore. So we open with a kind of, it's kind of a furry tale opening because it's a, you know one of those with the books turning the pages. Yeah. It reminded me of The Princess Bride. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. Uh, 1481, Leonardo da Vinci creating a machine that converts common lead into bronze, but ooh, no, creates gold. Yeah, the uh, this whole opening bit with the, uh, especially the line about the the guy and the donkey is just a guy and a donkey. It, it felt very Mel Brooks to me. This. 
I, yeah, I recently right. rewatched um, Blazing Saddles, so maybe that was still fresh in my mind. But it it, um, maybe. it it just felt like something that you would you would find in a Mel Brooks movie. Yes, yeah. This this fifteenth century opening, it looks pretty good. It looks it looks brilliant. Da Vinci's workshop looks great, and that machine that's a great practical effect. I mean, they did that now; it'd just be CGI, wouldn't it? Let's face it. Yes, it would. But yeah. they actually built that. Yeah. Just a room full of people in green screen covered in tennis balls. Mm-hmm. And, and it's all atmospherically lit and the smoke everywhere. There, there is kind of a lot in the background of like Mamma Mia's going on and all that. <laughs> oh. Really, but you know. Well, we are in Italy. <laughs> all right. Okay, I'll let it go. <laughs> Have you been? Are you saying that if I went to Italy, I'd hear a lot of Mamma Mia's and... I'm saying you haven't been to Italy, so you don't know there isn't a lot. All right. Okay. I'll take your point. All right. Okay. But yes, it looks great. It looks amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so Leonardo decides, oh, I've invented this machine that makes gold, but that's going to screw things up. So I'm going to hide these three parts in the machine in three different models and objects that I've made, right? He does. He does. And Okay. And then we get a nice Mona Lisa gag, don't we? We do. She's got terrible choppers. <laughs> oh, we're talking about carry on. That <laughs> Mona Lisa gag, though, um, where, where she, she she smiles and her teeth are bad, and he kind of goes, oh, like that. that's one of those carry on gags that I was talking about. Right. Yeah, that would have that fit yeah. nicely into a historical carry on movie. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Yeah. And then he forces a poor apprentice to try out his flying machine. Do you think this guy's just an intern? I mean, you've put your interns through worse, haven't you? No. <laughs> yeah, I remember that time we tried to make one bungee jump. I wonder where you were going with that then. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to list the clean version. No, no one's died on my watch. Put it that way. Uh, right, right. So far. So far, yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a giant asterisk at the end of that sentence. I keep a, a good, big, nice big wad handy to pay them off. Don't look at me like that. I wonder what you yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know what you were going to say. At first, I thought you were going to say you keep a watch over him, and that's just weird. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's creepy. You know, this is getting dangerously close to something that could be used against me in the future, so I think we better stop talking. <laughs> I'm hoping so. All right. Uh, <laughs> where are we up to? Oh, yes, the, uh, the intern. Uh, we've pretty much done all the <clears throat> uh, Leonardo stuff, so we're going to go switch to modern time, contemporary time. Uh, first, thing I, to, uh, first thing I want to say... How cool is Bruce Willis in this movie? Even in this just oh, opening scene, think... he just drips cool, yeah. doesn't he? Ooh. <laughs> All right. He is, though. You know he is. You know he's so cool in this movie. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. With, with his long coat that doesn't fit him. <laughs> it doesn't fit him, no. <laughs> but I think that's a style, right? I think so, yes. And I think it's supposed to show off his... Uh, fit body that he's very got. short legs no he's what? fit body oh, he's, he's fit obviously been working okay. out for this movie hasn't he well, i assumed he worked out for dyad yeah and it's close to this isn't it it's only a couple of years between this and dyad, yeah isn't it yeah he's still got her yeah. that's real yeah. in this movie just about just right about. yeah just about he's about, he's yeah. about the same amount of her hired at the time as well at the time oh dreaming a little bit <laughs> but okay <All> right. <laughs> Uh, so, yes, so he's leaving Sing Sing, mm-hmm. the prison. Uh, his parole officer wants him to commit crimes, you know, so they can cut him in, right? 
So he's trying to go on the straight and narrow, yeah. right? But he can't. Did you see, um, there was a weird bit where, with the parole officer when, when he's walking away from him and he leans through the bars and he says to him, do it yourself. But it's clearly an overdub, isn't it? Because the, the words don't fit with, with the mouth. So right. I'm wondering whether the original line was a little bit more offensive. I bet yeah. it was, yeah. 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 Uh, maybe they Dubbed it down for a better rating. Yeah, or maybe they just thought, we don't want him to come across that way so soon in the movie. You know, we don't want to make, we want to soften, soften him a bit. We don't want to make him seem like he's a hard ass or something right. like that, you know. Right, yep. Yep, I can see that, definitely. Tommy picks him up. Mm -hmm. um, he's annoyed about the parole officer trying to get Eddie involved in a crime. And then we get this whole thing about that he's been in prison a long time, so he doesn't know what Nintendo is, but he's obsessed with cappuccinos. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of um, Nintendo jokes in this movie, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. What do, you, what, what do you think about the profanity in this film? I don't have a problem with it. You suddenly gone Puritan on me. No, no, no. I think sometimes it's a little bit jarring. Is it the fact, what, what is it? Is it the words or is it the amount? Or? I think sometimes it just seems a little bit hard, you know, and a little bit harsh in, in, mm. the, in the sort of um, very wacky and light tone the movie's got, you know. And right. so, suddenly you've got someone saying, you motherfucker, you know. It's like, whoa, all right, settle down. Okay, you know? yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I, I was thinking at first, maybe it's a situation like where you, you watch Ghostbusters for the first time, the original, mm -hmm. not the TV version. You suddenly realize how much swearing is in that. But nobody uses the mother word in yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. So, it, so it, yeah, it's, I, a, it's a little bit like that, but ramped up. Not, yeah, you know. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I'm not. It's not. It doesn't spoil the movie for me. It just. Well, were, you, were you sitting there in 91 in the cinema going... This is this is just too much for me. <laughs> I can't take this. Well, you know, I'm sensitive. You're very sensitive. I'm very sensitive. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Only to the touch. Sorry, what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so the, he goes back to this place to get a cappuccino, doesn't he? What's the place called? Uh, I can't remember. Tell me. It's a. It's a. Well, it's a cafe, isn't it? Well, originally it was a bar that they co-owned that Eddie and tommy co-owned and now it's been turned into a yuppie upmarket cafe that's right and he's not happy with the changes that he's made is he who would be would be it's like turning the queen vic into uh uh bistro <laughs> i suppose yes <laughs> all right i wonder where you were going there imagine imagine frank ah <laughs> oh, blimey governor what's going on here you know he'd be on a p wouldn't he <laughs> For all serving like coffees. That's how he talks, isn't it? Who's that? Frank. He talked like that, didn't he? Yeah. I I didn't know Motley was in EastEnders. <laughs> does 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 he want a medal? Does he want another medal? He does, doesn't he? You want a medal, don't you? That's how they talk. Where are you gonna where are you gonna pin that medal? That's what I wanna know. Look, look, there's a lot of vowels being used in EastEnders. There's no birds. <laughs> In EastEnders. <laughs> what are you talking about owls for all of a sudden? Vowels, vowels, vowels. Oh, -E those little furry animals. A -E wait, oh, wait, no, oh, you. That's it. Oh, are we playing countdown yes. now? <laughs> I'll take a consonant, please. P. 
and an owl. Uh, what were we on about? Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> and at the at the place we meet Frank Stallone as one of the uh, Mario Brothers. So there's another Nintendo gag. Yes. Uh, now this is a thing. Frank Stallone, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Was he an actor? Mm, I mean, he was a singer. He's not considered an actor. I don't. I don't. He, he is in movies. He has. He has been in movies. He is in movies. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. I mean, he's all right, though. I mean, it's a quick scene, so he's not going to really screw it up, but he's all right. Yeah, he's, he's fine for what he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be playing an Italian mafioso, so, you know, he can pull that off. Yeah, and he does. Mm-hmm. He does, he does. Uh, Caesar Mario wants Eddie to do the crime, the same crime that his parole officer wanted him to do. Mm, something fishy. So they're all in it together. Yeah, something fishy going on. Is there? Yes, you'll smell it. Oh, that must be me. Nope, not for, not for me. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. So they don't want to do it, but he's going to end up doing it, and because he? he's being forced to mm-hmm. do it. And that we learn later that Eddie knows the running times of every song. Yeah. They, they, so when we get to the heist, they 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 time their escapade by singing songs, don't they? And he's got. Yeah. He's got a, but at this point, that we we learned that he can do yeah, this. And how would you prove him wrong? I think that's the, no that's the gag, isn't it? Because doesn't doesn't Tommy say to him yeah. that you're full of shit? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He reminded me of somebody. I again, I don't know what you're talking about, Colin. No, no. no, no okay, no, right, no. right, right. It's a great idea though. To time the to time oh. the caper with, with a song. Great idea, Eddie Cochran. Two minutes, thirteen seconds. You wouldn't know that, would you? I just made it up. <laughs> I would believe you as well. I don't even think that, there's not even mm. a song called oh, that. Colin, you really, you spin me right round. Oh, three minutes, 23. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. We're having the time of our lives here, aren't we? Four minutes, 15. Remix version. You know I could keep this going. <laughs> uh, two minutes, 13. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end now. It's got to be. Yeah. Two minutes, 11 seconds. I think you'll find the end's about six minutes and 14 seconds, Colin. Yeah. Oh, is it? I don't know. I could be making it up. Yeah. And I am. Who knows? <laughs> I could do it as well. Paul Wood, 15 seconds. <laughs> usually. On a good day. If yeah, you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. 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 These days. I just realized I said your full name, but it still sounded like I was making a sexual joke. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Wood, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised, you know, because you don't usually use a full name. So I just realised I, I said I, it. I think that's the first time that we've any of us have ever used our, our full use. I know. Do, on the do you really want to reveal who you are? I'm out there, Colin. I'm out and I'm proud. All right, that I did know. <laughs> Probably before you were out and proud. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> it's the level of trust, Colin. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> I think my wife listens to this. No, even she's got better sense. <laughs> that's true. That's true, actually. Well, she married me. Oh, yeah, you're right. Forget it. I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shall we leave that there, then? Yeah, Probably let's best. do that. Might even, I might it's even leave bit... it on the cutting floor. You know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll good, see. good luck picking bits out of that. <laughs> so they do do the robbery. They do. And... It's, all, it's all very cartoonish, isn't it? Oh, extremely. What's... Th- that chair that the fat security guard sits on, 
Mm-hmm. And I use the word fat, even though I'm not supposed to, but I'm using the word fat because that's part of the joke. Yeah, yeah. There, there is a lot of fat shaming jokes, but I'll let it go. I'm not happy okay, about you, it. I'm not happy about it, but it's that, all right. No, mm-hmm. not taking it personally. No, 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 no. That's a weird place to put that blue chair. Just in the middle of nowhere. In front of paintings. I, at first, I thought that chair was an actual object that was being presented. I thought it was an art piece. Like, like something Yoko Ono would do. Yeah. Paint a chair blue and hang an apple from the ceiling, that kind of thing. Yeah, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, no, it is a bit weird. I'm not I'm also not sure about the it would seem if we're talking about inappropriate jokes in this movie. I'm not sure about the uh, Wong numbers gag that the, the other two security guards are doing. I mean, it's a terrible joke and it's already like a joke that must have been what, thirty years old? Yeah, and, and don't they even emphasize the joke by afterwards doing the yeah, it's a weird. Yeah, it's a strange moment. Yeah, no, we'll ignore that. But but the whole heist thing, the way they do it, it's an inspired idea, isn't it? Yeah. So that so they they and there's good banter between our two leads when they're trying to get across about their weight, for example. I like the bit where he's like, he looks, he just looks at his stomach and he has to increase the size of the hole that he's making in yeah. the glass yeah yeah that's good yeah yeah the, like that the, the banter itself as well is this is a word it is very being crossed with bob hopish isn't it yes yes mm. uh d martin sammy davis jr yeah 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 you, we're gonna you, do you, this you, we're you, gonna we're gonna do this throughout the whole thing you're gonna yeah, <laughs> you, you could have your d martins and your sammys and i'll have my hope and crosby and i must remember to say crosby yes not cosby not cosby no we don't we don't know no, no. Although we should do one of his films. Which all right, Colin, which one would you do? Ghost Dad? That was uh, fun, wasn't it? <laughs> no. I'd do I do the uh the cop film that he did. I've got it on Blu-ray. Wow. You really want to say that out loud on the podcast, Colin? Yeah. Well I mean I assume this is getting caught. No, this uh, is staying. <laughs> what's it called? I don't know, you own it. I've had a beer and I can't remember titles. Titles disappear when I have beer. Call it the Bing, the the Bing, the Bing Cosby. I'm mixing them together now. The the Bill Cosby cop movie. People will tell us or not. No, I'm not having this in. No, you're cutting this. If I can't remember the film, you're not having it in. Stop on my Cosby will shoot. Is it that or kindergarten? You just making stuff. Kindergarten up. Cosby. Why why are you naming just Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> I, just, and I don't know. Movies? I don't know. I don't know. Serpy Cosby. Right. Is it that one? <laughs> Serpa Cosby? Mm. French Cosby? I'm liking this. You, you keep going. Um, I don't know if I've got that many. Dirty Cosby? Oh, that's real, isn't it? I can't argue that one. Um, uh, what, what it was have we got? <laughs> um, Night Cosby? I don't know. That's not that. That's not a not a cop thing. That's the one about a supercar. No, I was thinking Nighthawks. Nighthawks. Oh, Nighthawks. okay. Yeah. Stallone movie. Again. Stallone movie. Yeah, there's a there's a Hickey and Boggs. I I have no idea what that is. You've never seen Hickey and Boggs? I've never seen that movie. No. I didn't even know Robert, it was a Robert, movie. It's it stars Robert Culp and he directed it too. They were in a TV show together as well, weren't they? I spy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know they made a movie yeah. together as well. Yeah, the private eyes. And, it, and it's scripted by Walter Hill. Really? Oh, right. Okay. 
Yeah. And it's got car chases in it where they he ends up parking the car in about the sixth floor of an apartment building. It, it sounds interesting. The problem is it's got Bill Cosby in it. Really. Robert Culp. Yeah. Robert Culp. Oh, Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Hey, you should check it out. It's good. All right. All right. All right. Let's everyone check that out. Maybe we'll cover it on the podcast yeah, if we out. ever want to get taken off, you know. Well, 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 actually, let's just do Bill Cosby films from now on. <laughs> you try to kill it. Is this, your, is this your plan? Let's kill the podcast. <laughs> this is my plan, yeah. <laughs> just see the listening numbers go whew, straight down to zero. Uh, so what's with the skateboards? How does that help? How does that make things easier? Yeah, because surely they'd just be slightly quicker if they just shuffled a bit, wouldn't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you don't have to carry around the But they skateboard. use skateboards. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't have to carry the skateboard to the crime. Do you think maybe this was a Bruce Willis idea? Wouldn't it be cool if we had skateboards? Maybe. Yeah. So I went, all right, I'll just nip out and get yeah. some. Yeah, I, I can imagine that being, being a thing. And then we get like a chase sequence, which wouldn't have looked out of place in an episode of Moonlight, would it? No, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the... Because uh, uh, they knock out two guards, and then the big guard comes running in, and he's like... Get up! You're embarrassing yeah. me. So he gets his he gets his uh, <laughs> uh, own back on the other two guys that that. Yeah, because they they laughed when he smashed right. the chair. We forgot that yeah. he sat on the chair mm-hmm. and he smashed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. So he gets his own back. Kind of like that. That's mm-hmm. fun. So Eddie and Tommy jump off the building, crash through an awning, and then the film jump cuts to Eddie landing in a chair. Yeah, I didn't quite. I. I, I, I how can he fall? Because I thought it looks like he's fell into a room, doesn't it? Through the ceiling and landed in a room. But he's just fell through. You, you are aware how cinema works, right? Y- yeah. You are aware how jump cuts yeah, yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, I, I get it. But I, I would imagine there's a lot of people Did that he... didn't get it, is what I'm saying. Oh, you think you, you think people sat there and went, oh, that's weird. He's landed in that yeah. chair in that room. Yeah. Did he go through the yeah. roof? Yeah. You really think people thought that? Wait. You thought that, didn't you? <laughs> no. You actually thought that. The first time you saw this, you sat there and you went, ah, that's weird. He must have landed through the roof and landed on the, that chair. You the, did, didn't you? The first you? time I saw it, Colin. The first time I saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time. You did, didn't you? You did. I, uh, oh, can I, can this, I, this is priceless. Can I plead the fifth? This is my favourite moment <clears throat> I'm ever. I'm pleading the Let fifth. Let me just save for no. this. <laughs> move on, move on. <laughs> actually thought he fell through the roof he, oh. he, he, he didn't he looked weird alright <clears throat> and then yes sometime later when you were in your in a little media studies class and you watched the French film and you went oh jump cut and then you went bloody hell he didn't fall through the roof it's a jump cut there's missing time between those two points no, it was a long time ago. So, so French, <clears throat> French cinema actually helped you understand <laughs> Hudson Hawk. <laughs> well, it had to help me with something, I suppose. Yeah. 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 Well, it didn't help yeah. you with your career. Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. <clears throat> anyway, uh, we get to meet Sinister Butler at this point, don't we? We do, yes, yes. With blades up his sleeves. Yes, yeah, as all butlers do. Little known fact. You've not seen right? that episode of Down... Yeah, the little episode of Downton Abbey where he goes absolutely shit crazy 
murders everybody with his knives off his sleeves. Yeah. What 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 season do is one... that? Do I have to sit through quite a lot of it? Before... Yes, you do. Oh, yeah, 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 you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, well, you could watch uh, Upstairs Downstairs with uh, our favourite, you know, Cowley. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, he's in that. Isn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a butler. He kills all them as well with his knives. Does he do it upstairs or downstairs? Both. He's not oh, fussy. Oh, 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 he's multitasking. All right, I like it. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we get to see the front page of a newspaper, don't we? Which says we do, and it's re- revealed that the horse that they stole was never stolen. I hate it when they do these fr- fake front pages because they never look real, do they? In movies and TV shows. I think we've had this conversation before. This is a little pet peeve of yours, isn't it? Yeah, they just look fake. It doesn't look real. Looks like something they've knocked up. Right. Never a What would make it look real? Just make it look like a real newspaper. But what is it about this newspaper that doesn't look like a... Just looks too fake, too too clean. I mean, let, let's bear in mind, we've just had a scene where he's fallen through an awning and you thought he's landed into yeah, a, yeah, yeah, a yeah, room yeah. on you a chair. And you, you're sitting there going, oh, that newspaper doesn't look real to me. Look, I know, I know I'm know, i on shaky ground, okay, so... All right, yeah, yeah. G- g- All right. Give me something. Okay. All right, so, yes, yeah, so the, the fake newspaper, but, you know... So, so they've not revealed there was a robbery mm-hmm. and that there's going to be an auction. So, Eddie, he decides to go to the auction. Yeah, wearing a very nice tuxedo thing that he's wearing. It's all right. I mean, it's a bit styled, a bit weird. Yeah, because he's not wearing a bow tie, is he? He's just no, got a shirt just a... that looks like a bow tie. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit odd, but I'll, I'm going with it. Okay. I'm going with yeah. it. He can pull it. Yeah. If anyone can pull it off, it's Bruce Willis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he meets Anna, right? Yeah, Malcolm McDowell and Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> Malcolm Wait, Malcolm McDowell's in this? I did not notice that at all. <laughs> Would have been better. <clears throat> no. Oh, yeah. An- Who was he playing? Same character, Anna. Oh, same character. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, it's a very different. This is a very different. <clears throat> this is a very progressive film. Yeah, it would have been better. Um, no, and yeah. Andy McDowell was a thing for a while, wasn't she? Because she had been in four weddings and a funeral and everybody loved her. And Groundhog Day came a bit later as well. Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, she's all right. She's a bit. She's not a really great actor, is she? Let's face it. I think you're upsetting a great number of Andy McDowell fans. What? They all listen to us, do they? We actually, we, our audience, I should say, right. is predominantly Andy McDowell fans. Strangely enough. And are you the president? Well, they were. They've all switched off now. And are you the president of the Andy McDowell fan club? No. No. I'm not. I I, I agree with you. She's not my favourite. What the fuck are you arguing with me then? <laughs> I don't know if you were, but that's my job. Oh, is that what we do? I didn't realise. What, in life? Yeah. In life? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Sometimes I do it convincingly. Sometimes I can't drum up the, the effort. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> so, and that was, one of, that was one of those times where you saw me go, ah, even I can't defend I, this. I did see you deflate in front of my eyes. It was quite interesting. Yeah. yeah I've, I've yeah. never seen that. Not, not for the first time. Oh, hey, there we go. <laughs> oh, missus. And um, and and we also see David Caruso in this scene. Yes, because and we see we see like they're all members of a CIA group sitting in the mm-hmm. audience, and they're all named after chocolate bars, yes. right? Yeah. 
Because one's one's called Snickers. That's right, yeah. And he's eating a marathon. Um, one's called Kit Kat. Right? And then one's called Butterfingers. Butterfingers, yes. And Butterfingers is, and say, the, the... he's a little bit slow, isn't he? Yeah, and he drops things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the lady is called Almond Joy. Is that a chocolate bar? I don't know. I've never seen it. I think if you went into a shop and asked for a bit of Almond Joy, you'd get arrested, wouldn't you? Well, you try it and we'll see. It's an experiment. All right, I'll go, I'll go to my local corner yeah, shop yeah. on Tuesday and see the little old lady behind the counter and say, all right, love, can I have a bit of Almond Joy, please? <laughs> I mean, the fact that you're a little old lady. little old lady, yes. That threw me off. She's lovely, silver herd and everything. Is she? Yeah, yeah. Sounds like you're singing a song. <laughs> little old lady, she's lovely, silver and everything. <laughs> she rings the till and it goes ding, ding. Ah, she's lovely and everything. Come on, I don't want to come over all Dick Van Dyke. You don't? Not this time, you have before. He's getting on a bit. Chim Chimmery. Exactly. <laughs> Blow those cobwebs out. Um, yeah. So, in walks... Where are we up to? Uh, <laughs> uh, so, we just revealed that the CIA agents named after chocolate bars That's are right. sitting in the audience. And then the statue is brought up for auction. And Anna is the person who certifies the statue as being real. We should also point out that Bruce Willis is doing, oh, she's gorgeous faces. He is. He is. To the camera as well. Yeah. To the camera, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes, just in case we didn't get the point. Uh, and then in walks Richard E. Grant and Sandra Bernard as the Mayflowers. What you say walk, they sort of like enter the scene similar ways to hand grenade <laughs> enters a room. It is. It, I, I wrote it's like two hurricanes blasting through the set, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, Tasmanian devil on yeah. acid. I, I think I think they're great in it. I think I, I like the fact that they're turned up to eleven. It's it's it works. In the tone of the movie, I think yeah. it works. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got a dog called Bunny. Yes, Bunny. Bobo? Yeah. <laughs> Go on, it's a funny gag, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. A ball so, gag, if you will. And they, yeah, mm. your favourite. Yeah. So they start bidding for the statue. And they're, trying, they're outbidding each other, even though they're both brother and sister. Yeah. Oh, are they brother and sister? Oh, yeah. It's a weird relationship, Paul. I thought they were Did you not husband and wife. Husband and wife. No, the brother and sister. Ah. It's commented on in the film that it's a weird relationship. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like that even more. I mean, I, I don't mean I like it. I mean, well, I mean, I mean it, it works in the movie. Paul Wood's only fans. It works in the movie. Say, it is now open. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming across very well in this episode, am I? I wish you just stopped coming across <laughs> things. You've been doing it the entire episode. When did this get so dirty? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we should stop. There's, there's children listen to this. Is it? Yeah. By choice. No, uh, no. The, 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 I can't even go yeah. where I'm going. No. <laughs> so, yes, by choice. So, so the stuffy British auctioneer explodes, right? And he literally does explode. Oh yeah, I'm sure the bomb is inside him. No, I think it's isn't it under his um, gavel or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that what you call it these it's days? A gavel, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And you see his arms and legs go flying off. You do. It's a good explosion. It is. It is. And Hudson escapes capture from the Mario's in a um, pretty good action sequence. 
amid, amid high speed traffic. Yeah, after after he saved Anna, he saves Anna, yes. fallen coal. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he gets hit on the head and then they capture him. He's knocked out by a flying Pegasus statue, which I like yeah. that it's a Pegasus that's flying. Mm -hmm. Tristar. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. good. Do you know what? Honestly, to God, mm -hmm. I knew that all along. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, I, know, I, I never realized that until yeah. now. Tristar. Yeah, well yeah. done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice you're paying attention. I do sometimes. How, how, how come you didn't know what a jump cut was, yet you got that? <laughs> How does that work? Well, How does that happen, Paul? This is why we're here to compliment each other in that way. What you what you oh, miss, right. I get, and vice versa. Right. As long as you're in the vice and I'm in the versa, that's okay. Well, we can alternate it, can't we? I don't know. Don't like vices. You're Monday to Thursday. Well, there's some vices oh, I like. Yes, I'm well aware. We won't of that. talk about yes. that. Hey, <laughs> 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 I laughed a little bit too hard, so there, didn't I? Um, yeah, yeah, a little bit. So he wakes up in an ambulance right. with the Mario Brothers. So. It's funny, this film, how it pushes on from scene to scene. How many times does Eddie get knocked out to push the scene forwards? A lot. Almost like, yeah. almost like they can't work out how to transition between things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so they just have him get knocked out. Yeah. Um, it works. Works fine. It works because he gets knocked out in amusing ways. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He does. But there's this whole action sequence with with him strapped to the to the gurney and and weaving in and out of the traffic, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and that that woman throws a cigarette out of her window and he catches it and goes, "Ugh, bedful." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Classic. I mean, there, there's a lot of um of one liners in this this sequence, isn't there? And they all work. Yeah, my favorite, my all time favorite, is uh towards the end when the ambulance goes off. And and it crashes, and he goes, Caesar, Anthony, and then there's a massive explosion. And he goes, Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> it always cracks me up. I don't know why. It just does. It makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Why does the ambulance explode? Oh, who knows? Why does anything explode in movies, Paul? <laughs> That's true. That is true. That's what. This is when we see the candy bar henchman that you mentioned earlier. Yes, and and and. <laughs> They call them the MTV CIA. Yes. And they're led by George, played by James Coburn. Which makes me think, if that writer was true about what he was saying, how could they have only just come up with the idea of having Coburn in the film at this point? Like, at this point, when they're seeing dailies, and they're going, oh, we should have James Coburn on this. That seems a little late in the day to be uh, choosing I, your actors. I suppose you don't know how much was reshoots <laughs> as well. And that they used, and then it, they inserted things into other scenes to to make it to make those gags work, kind of thing, you know. Right. Yeah, but it's fun seeing James Coburn, isn't it? Of course, always is. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. He, he gets a good gag as well when uh, Hudson says to when he talks about his employer, and uh, Hudson says, "Who, the president?" And, and Coburn replies, "No, somebody powerful." Yeah. yeah. It is That's nice. a good gag. There are some good lines. Yeah, there's a lot film. of good lines. There's a lot of gags at work. For, for, for the fact that it's written on the hoof and by so many people and seems to be a bit of a mess, there are some good lines. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So they, they knock him out again and then they ship him, like you said, <laughs> they ship him over to Rome in a crate filled with styrofoam, don't they? Polystyrene peanuts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which makes me laugh when he falls in them and they just go, poof, yeah. they all fly up. <laughs> 
And it also makes me laugh when he blows them out when he's trying to get up. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's all cartoonish. You don't see him, you just... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're stuck to his face throughout the next scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wakes up in Rome. And this is another thing about this film. It apparently... Uh, it appears to be filmed in Rome. At least the exteriors are. Yeah, it looks it looks authentic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So again, we're seeing a lot of budget on screen. I I, I think I read that the, a lot of the interiors... It was filmed in Rome, and a lot of the interiors they're using that studio that gets used a lot. That's is it? Six, oh, I can never pronounce it. I'm not going to try. No, let's begin- hear this. I can hear that. I can hear the running footsteps as you're taking a, a stab it, at this. He's coming. He's down the lane. He's going to leap. He leaps. Here he goes. With a C, Colin. That's all I'll say. something, something like that. But it's, it's, oh, something. Yeah. You know the studios. I mean. And our listeners know. If you're if you're a professional film reviewer, you would know the name of it, and you'd pronounce it not just correctly, but with an Italian accent. But I never pretend that I am a professional film reviewer because I'm not. Okay. And neither are you. All right. Nope. And I'm not even going to attempt to exactly. say it either. But yes, it's Rome. Yes, it is. So Richard E. Grant's in full Whitnell mode in this segment, isn't he? Oh. Yes, yes, because he gives Hark a ride, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and um, don't you think that the both him and um, Sandra Bernard are the great, they're kind of parodies of Bond villains, aren't they? Yeah, I assume that's what we're going yeah. for. They're like amped up to 11. I, I did like how he was randomly just slapping people in the face as he's doing his uh, villain monologue. I wonder if that was in the script. Oh, Richard E. Grant just did it, you say. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should point out that I have the novelization. I haven't read it yet. Oh, that should be interesting. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to work the same in print. I, I don't know whether what version of the script that mm. it's based on. I wonder if it's more serious as well, the book. Yeah. That's what always fascinates me about film novelizations. You don't know which version of the screenplay they're based on. Or whether the writer's just decided to make his own shit up. Well, you know, case in point... The famous Flash Gordon novelization that we talked about in the Flash Gordon episode that we did. Oh, the Magnum one. Yep, yeah, both those. And if you want to hear more about those, check out those episodes. See, see what I did? Yeah, there yeah. you go. Wow, yeah. we did it. Um, we also get a strange little dog fellatio gag here as well, don't we? Well, we do, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Go on, go on. Nope, nope. Nothing. I've got nothing to say. It's when about they pull it. the dog off. Okay, when they pull the dog off him, and um, he goes, um, oh, "Oh, just two more minutes. I was so close." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of funny. You laughed when you was in the cinema. I, I, I laughed when I watched it. Yeah, you, the, yeah, other, the day, other day you I laughed. laughed. Yeah, it's still funny. Yeah, I never said it wasn't funny. By the way, the the new Blu-ray of this by Kino Lava, very nice. Is it? Just for oh, right, that out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think I'll have to get it because after well, I don't want to blow my wad, but after no, no, after don't. watching this for the for the podcast, I think I'm going to have to buy it. So you've just done it. You've just blown your no. wad. No, I like a, I I, yeah, I own a lot of shit, Colin. Trust me. That is true. Mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. it. <laughs> you've seen the piles of shit. It's a, it's a, it's all in jazz. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Labeled by month. I am the scat man. Yes. Oh, you're not going to start singing, are you? <laughs> I actually find Sandra Bernard quite unnerving in this film. I'd, I'd hate to have been working with her. I think she'd be quite scary. She has that Grace Jones vibe. Yeah, like she'd snap you in half in two seconds. Yeah. 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 And the, 
you know, if you don't do things her mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And it's the highway. You 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 you've read Richard E. Grant's diaries, haven't you? Long time ago. I yes. remember that there's a there's a bit in the book, and I'm probably paraphrasing this, but I think the first time he met her was at a party to do with this before they started shooting. And she was complaining mm. that she was trying to jerk a guy off in the corner, but he couldn't come at the party. Okay. So, oh, at um, the party. Oh, right. Well, there you go. All right. It, it's weird. It, that that only exists in a filming industry. You wouldn't get that in any other. You, if you worked at Heinz, right? <laughs> you know, you are a factory, or or an office of mm-hmm. some description. You just wouldn't get that behaviour, yeah. would you? So, uh, oh, uh, have you met Betty? Well, we were at the Christmas party the other day. She was wanking some guy off in the car. <laughs> Weird, but there you go. Oh yeah, she does that. She'll see her in her annual outings. Uh, annual outings yeah my factory experience is from 1965 <laughs> we're all going to the seaside <laughs> kiss me quick hats <laughs> yeah yeah but it's just weird it's only a film business that that i guess music industry too i suppose but you hear less about that in the music industry than you do in the film business either way colin we're in the long wrong line of work aren't we yep yep yep, yep. yep. put your pants on pedro <laughs> yeah Again, Pedro? Really? It's the only way he carries trays. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. Good luck. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So they they want Hudson to rob the Vatican, and he goes to scope it out, doesn't he? He does, yes, yes, yeah. I'm trying to get you back on track. Yeah, I'm looking now. Yeah, so he's like looking around and there's this annoying girl with a tie, right? She's bashing it on the banister. She's not annoying. She's psychotic. Yeah, she is. She is. Mm-hmm. So Hudson uses the tie by throwing it at the codex to see what happens, right? I wouldn't be surprised if the Vatican actually had security measures like this, although they're probably a lot more deadly than this. What, you, what like... What kind of deadly? How? I don't know. Lasers that arrows? shoot out and, and blow your head off or something. I mean, it's the Vatican. Thunderbolts from the sky? It's the Vatican, isn't it? Let's face it. What happens in the Vatican stays in the Vatican. Oh, yes. For centuries. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they got lots of centuries. They're guarding the uh, codex. Very good. Very good. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah. we, we should say that Andy McDowell's back in this scene as well, isn't she? Anna? She's, she's here as well. Yes, and, he, and obviously Bruce is surprised that she's there, but, you know, he gets over it. There's not a lot of chemistry between Andy McDowell and Bruce Willis in this film either, is there? Well, this is the thing. Is, is there a lot of chemistry between anybody and Andy McDowell in any film? I mean, is there a lot of chemistry between her and uh, Bill Murray? Not really. Not that I recall, no. no. Right. Mm. I mean, we really have been harsh on Andy McDowell. Yeah, of all the people for you to pick on, Colin, you pick on Andy McDowell. I mean, that's a low. I mean, that's a low thing. I mean, I, I'm seeing some desperation as you try to turn it around, dear. But but anybody who's just been listening for the last hour knows very well that it's you. None of our picking on none it. of our listeners remember any of this shit. As soon as it, I thought you could say no. I was gonna say nobody's been listening for an hour. No, 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 no. As soon as it comes out of our mouths, it goes in their ears and goes straight out of the other ear. They're not listening, are they? That's the, fair enough because that's what happens when I'm listening to you. Sorry, what? What? Hey, 
Hey. So, so Hudson Hawk, right? Um, Who? So she's a <laughs> Hudson Hawk, yes. So Anna is an agent of the Vatican. So she's kind of like the secret agent, isn't she? Yes. Or secret yes. agent nun, as we find out. Secret agent nun. Yes, that's it. Right. Yeah. Great, great seventies, you know, exploitation movie. Secret, secret agent, agent nun. Nun agent. Nun agent. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Would you like to be a spy for the Vatican? I don't think I'd like to be anything for the Vatican. You don't? No. No. I don't want to, I don't really want to be involved in anything that involves Catholic priests. Right. Right. Okay. Although, I I was passed over by uh, a certain children's tv go. presenter as, as a child so Just, you know they wouldn't want me would they i mean you know? can, we, can we have an episode where you don't churn this story out i'm just saying i'm just saying i, I was on one we're at the point now where i think you need to see a therapist about this <laughs> that's i've got you for that i don't want to i'm not i'm not i don't want to know that's what you're here for yeah. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> go on you why are you lost no, I can tell you where we are. We are... Uh, so after all, everything comes down. Yes. Anna gets Hudson out of the Vatican and into the underground postal service. That's right. That looks a lot like um, a, a, just a subway station that they redressed. In fairness, it would. Yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But did you, did you see the wrapped cross being delivered in the background? Yes. Yes, yeah, that's kind of fun gag, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I like that. There, uh, there are quite a lot. There are quite a lot of visual gags in this, as well as yes. all the, the one-liners. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, after uh, Eddie leaves, Anna communicates with the. Uh, I don't know what he is. The, he's not the Pope, but he's you know he's up there. He he's her priest stroke handler, isn't he? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you don't want to put it like that, but all right. And then she communicates with him. The crucifix are intercomps. Yeah, that's a funny touch. That's yeah. good. I like it. Yeah, yeah. And there's a, there's a payoff to that later, isn't there? There is. There is. Yeah. And so they know that Eddie is going to steal the codex. Mm-hmm. So back up, uh, you know, outside, Hudson calls Tommy in a payphone, but nobody answers. But in the background, we see that Tommy is actually in Rome and he's getting into the Mayflower's car. Yeah, and then Hawk uh, beats up Butterfinger, and um, he does, yeah. And then James Coburn re- reminisces about his first murder, and and he says he misses communism and the red threat. Well, if only he'd stuck around for a few more years, we'd we'd be right back yeah, there, back, really. Yeah, 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 would, yeah, yeah. that's true. I, I don't get the whole thing with David Caruso's character. So he, he his shtick is that he copies people, right, or things. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't. It doesn't really go well, anywhere. Uh, no. But well, does it have to go anywhere? Why does everything have to go somewhere, Paul? Can't you enjoy where you are in the moment? I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. It's not. It's so not he, easy sometimes. So, so he copies people, and he can't talk. He, he, he has cards that are yes. somehow printed with what he wants yeah. to say instantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like like a Bugs Bunny cartoon or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hawk breaks back into the Vatican, and 
There's, there's a lack of security in this mail service. There is. There is. Because yeah, he gets in disguised as a parcel. He does. Yeah. He does. Which he gets the idea for, I would imagine, from being down in that rail service. Yeah, in the yeah, week. exactly. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good job if it's not the rail mail. <laughs> you never get delivered. Hey! <laughs> Again, topical. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I did lose um, him and blame... Oh, they'd lose him and then blame the uh, local postmaster instead of the computer system. Well, you know, oh, that is again topical again. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm going to mention his uh, slick black turtleneck number that he's wearing in this scene as well. I like it. Yeah, like like Dean Martin was in uh, his films, in The Wrecking Crew, <laughs> things like that. Yeah? Yes, yes, Colin. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I'll give it to you. Yeah, all right. Don't, no, please don't. Oh, no, oh, no, no, don't. Frankie, no. Frankie, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what happened then. Oh, no, pipe down, will you? You're making your own jokes now. <laughs> it kind of amused me when one of the security guards in the Vatican he pours out a thermos, a thermos of uh, pasta onto a plate. <laughs> really? All right. <laughs> Again, have you been? <laughs> no, I suppose, yes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Pope's watching Mr. Ed as well. Yeah, that's kind of a fun gag. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Ed du- dubbed into Italian as well, we should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, again, it's all really cartoonish. And and um, he, he ends up landing in the restaurant chair again, spitting out feathers, doesn't he? Go on. So, I know so you Paul, go. I know so Paul. Yes. <laughs> now, do you think this <laughs> is a job cut, or do you think he literally fell off the escape wire and landed onto the bus thrown into a chair? Do, do, what do you think? And he's sitting right next to Anna. I don't really want to answer your question. All right, so then we'll move on. Yes, I think it's best. Yes. Yeah, okay. It, it never occurred to me, Colin. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. You know. It's fine. I'm just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a kind of a really uncomfortable joke outside um, where all the candy bar henchmen are set in the car, aren't they? And the the they're outside the apartment building, and Butterfingers just says randomly, "Do you want me to go in and rape them?" Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, 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 but. In truth, the other two people in the car also look uncomfortable. They, it's not a joke do. that an audience... Because it's just that he, he doesn't understand. He's mixed up his words. <laughs> it's just... There's kind of no reason to have that in there, is there? I mean, it's it's a weird thing to just blurt out, isn't it? I mean, I get I get it, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is weird. It's that whole yeah. thing of, like, you know, rape was kind of funny in the 80s and 90s, apparently, isn't it? You know? <laughs> Yeah, we have discovering that with all the mm. films we're watching, yeah. right? That that seems to be the weird attitude. Yeah, but there's a there's a few gags in this movie that that it could could have done with losing, I think. Sometimes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Snowflake. <laughs> Sorry, you got a cold? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, no. Yeah. 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 Just sneezed. <laughs> so Hawk is drugged and taken to see uh, James Coburn again, and yeah, he's knocked out again. He's knocked out again. He is. Uh, and David Crusoe is now mimicking Andy McDowell's character, isn't he? He's got a dress on. Yeah. Suits him. You like it? No, I'm just saying it suits him. That's all I'm saying. Oh. 
Yeah. I'm not either way. Inclined. If you know. Hang on, that came out wrong. You know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, I don't have an opinion, is what I'm trying to say. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, All right. so, Anna takes confession with her Vatican handler priest guy. And he's more concerned with her messing around than all the other nefarious activities that she's been getting up to. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah. We also point out that she realizes that the CIA have double crossed the Vatican and that Hudson is being forced to work with that's them. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now she's told that she has to find out where Tommy's loyalty lies. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that, that becomes a question in a minute anyway, doesn't it? In the movie. It does. Yeah. And then they, they, we go back to the Mayflowers and they cut the cover of the codex and they find the metal objects. How were those metal objects not found five seconds after Leonardo hid them in the book cover? Wouldn't you be able to tell? Well, it would make the book really heavy for a start, wouldn't it? Yeah, kind <clears> of bulky. You're like, well, it's, it's nice, this 100-page book you've written about the bunnies, but uh, this cover is really weird. Yeah, and wouldn't you feel it, because it's, it's just inside a cover, so wouldn't you feel it moving about in there? Yeah, you pick it up and you go, yeah. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> it's Hudson Hawk. That's not anything you can say. Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. All right, that's fine. And they explain about the alchemy machine to him, don't they? Because they haven't actually explained it yet yes. in the movie, we should say. That's true. We, we, we don't learn it because Leonardo just goes, ooh. Mm-hmm. Is that what he does? Like but in Italian. Okay. I thought Frankie was back then for a second. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so what they, they want him, Hawk, to steal the final piece of the of the doohickey thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The doohickey, yeah, good Which work. is hidden in Da Vinci's helicopter model. Yeah. Yes, the model. Uh, and this is where we get the reveal that Danny Aiello's character seems to have betrayed Hawk, doesn't he? And he's been working with the Mayflowers. Yep, yep. Tommy, not Tommy Two-Tone, Tommy Two-Faced. That's right. Although, what is he meant to have been doing with them? He's been uh, tickling on. the ivories. Has he? Yes. Yeah. He's been dancing the light fandango. So, so it doesn't really explain it, does it? I just did. All right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So Danny and Hudson fight, and Hudson accidentally kills Tommy, in inverted commas, doesn't he? Yes. An ambulance conveniently turns up and takes him away. Mm Mm-hmm. Got to say, at this point, this film just speeds along, doesn't it? Ah, yeah, it's cracking pace. It is. It is. It doesn't stop. Uh, but it's all a ruse, isn't it? Anna is working with Tommy to help Hawk escape, basically. Yeah, this is some plan that they've somehow yeah. concocted together. Although he's not happy about it. No, he's not. He's not. And, but they all think they fooled Kaplan and they fooled also the Mayflowers as well. Uh, there's a weird, another weird gag where Hawk seems to not understand what ruins are. I like that gag. I didn't think it quite worked. It doesn't work because they go too far with it. If they had just gone, if it said it like, if it if it just looked at it and gone, what's all this shit laying around mm-hmm. and caught there? That's funny. Yeah. But the scene goes on too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. But I mean, 
Yeah. We would never be accused of taking a gag for, you know, and taking it too far, would we? And and, and not knowing when to stop because, you know. That's true. Yeah. No, not us. Nope. Nope. We, we, we nope. would never, for example, start reeling off puns and then just keep going. Yeah, no, absolutely no. not. Talking, I, I forgot to mention, it's interesting that it's the Vatican and nuns and that it's not monks and Benedictine. <laughs> I, I bet, bet he does. does yes. <laughs> It's been a while. There you go. Got it in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what the monks said. Like it is. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well done for that. Well, I thought you know you're talking about jokes that we keep yeah. doing. It's not really a joke, but it's just something that oh, we kept pushing oh, for. Yeah. A while. Like, sorry, we I kept pushing for a while. I'll be honest. We need to bring it back. We need to bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just did. Uh, later then, Hawk thinks that he's in for a night of love, but he's in for a shock. And this is where we get the payoff with the, the glowing crosses, which are actually uh, like radios. Because doesn't he say, yes. you Catholic girls are weird. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, you know, it's morning. Ended up with uh, Eddie sleeping with Tommy instead of the person he wanted to sleep mm -hmm. with. But then... Kaplan turns up. They've not fooled him at all. And they did the robbery without Eddie. That's right, yeah. And then they all get shot by darts and are paralyzed. Yeah, Daniello and Bruce Willis get to really go for it, don't they, with their um, paralyzed acting. <laughs> yes, yes. Paralyzed acting. Mm. That's your favorite kind of acting, isn't it? That, that's what you used to that's do. That's going to be my memoir, the title of my memoir, Paralyzed Acting. Paralyzed yeah. Acting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of funny, this bit. It mm -hmm. is. I quite mm -hmm. like it. Yeah. But it, And Anna turns up, right. right? But she can't shoot anybody because she's a nun. Worst agent ever. Non-shooting. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, like, Catholic Church, I'm pretty sure they don't care about that kind of thing. If you've got a, if you're working for the Vatican as a spy, I'm pretty sure you can shoot wherever you want, and then you just do a few Hail Murrays, don't you? Well, the Hail Murrays seem to solve every uh, sin, don't they? That'd be that that'd be a good name for an action film about a, a spy who's a nun, Hail Murray. I like Come it. Come on, that writes itself. And it, if only, Colin, if only it wrote itself. <laughs> yeah, you no, know? we didn't have to do it. You know? And that'd be the final line of the film because <laughs> she'd have the bad guy, and he'd go, "You can't shoot me. You're a nun." And she just goes, I'll just say my hell Murray. <laughs> and then black. <laughs> I like it. Fade to black. Yeah. Add it, add, add it to the list. Add it to the pile. Hold on. Yeah. There we go. Of the movies you're not writing currently. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, as you say, Anna gets incapacitated as well, doesn't she? Because mm. she can't yeah. shoot. Um. But Tommy and Hawk do escape through a series of comic setups, like exploding bombs that stick to the walls and stick to people's heads and explode. Yes. Etc. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So then they come up with a plan that they're going to have to rescue Anna and attack the castle mm -hmm. that the Mayflowers are in, right? Mm -hmm. This whole sequence of them breaking into the compound, is again, it's stuff with great lines, isn't it? Um, it is, yeah. I like when... Um, Hawk just randomly asks how he looks, doesn't he? He goes, yeah. we're hanging from the side of the thing, and he just goes, I want to ask you, how do I look? He goes, is right, right now? Really? 
<laughs> yeah. And, and the other one that and, made me the other one that made me chuckle is when he goes, is he says, let's go on five. And he goes, why not just go? And he goes, oh, okay. True. It's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And so they do this whole attack in the castle with these bombs that are fired from uh, golf bags. Pretty much golf bags. Yeah. Because they do a few golf yeah, jacks, yeah. don't they, as they're doing it. Yeah, they're shouting four. They're, yeah, they're doing yeah. like four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they do it while singing side by side. Yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> what can you say? It is. It's great. I, I also like the bit where a James Cove and he goes, "Let's go this way," and there's a massive explosion. He's like, "Okay, this way." <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. Yeah, that, it does. yeah, that does. That makes me laugh as well. Um, uh, but the Mayflowers they betray everyone and they kill the remaining candy bar gang don't they they do yeah mm -hmm. yeah um, even though uh a crusoe one he, he saves anna he unties her before he dies and he's dressed as a statue this time as well yes he's dressed as a statue and then he has a card didn't he say i, I always liked you or something yeah. like that you're always my favorite or something so another it doesn't quite work does it i i don't mind it mm. i don't really have a problem with it at this point it, it's like i'm not trying to figure out the logic of it well we're rapidly speeding towards the end aren't we at this point yes yeah 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 anna's been tied to a chair and drugged i mean she making she was making dolphin noises for a while but she was kind of faking it though wasn't she because suddenly she, she? she snaps out of it doesn't she and um and escapes oh okay i i always assumed that she was faking it that's fine that's that's your interpretation maybe, maybe i just always assume that that they're faking it i don't know <laughs> Maybe you thought there was a jump cut between <laughs> when she was drugged and when she weren't. Oh, what? Yeah, no mind. Right. Um, so Coburn and Willis have a bit of a fun cartoon showdown with each other, don't they? And it really is cartoon yeah. as well, isn't it, this? It's very cartoony, yes. When he's kicking him yeah. and then he's, he sort of stops and he and looks. He's just bouncing yeah. back, bouncing back, bouncing back, <laughs> up and down, up and down. It's like a, like a wildy coyote. It, exactly. Exactly what Bugs Bunny type thing. Exactly what yeah. they're going for. But uh, Coburn's character gets killed as as Tommy's trapped in a car that goes off a cliff and explodes. Yeah, he's dead. Jeez, that's that's a downer of an ending, isn't it? It's is pretty pretty dark, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and Hawk and uh, Anna are captured again and taken to. Da I presume this is supposed to be Da Vinci's workshop that they're at from the beginning of the movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's the castle yeah. on the hill that Da Vinci had. I don't did Da Vinci really have a castle? Probably not, right? But you know, I'm I'm sure that the in more than one movie where Da Vinci's been like a character in it, he's always had a castle on the hill. Oh, all yeah. right. As as every great inventor has, you've got one, haven't you? I do. Mm -hmm. Yes. Actually. What are you inventing? Yep, yep, yep. I can't talk about it. Is it a secret? It's nefarious. Is it? Is it Japanese? Yeah. No. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are we doing? What? <laughs> what are we doing? Do you know? Do you know what the the structure of this episode of our podcast is very similar to the structure of this movie that we're talking about, really. <laughs> Slightly chaotic. Yes. No plan yes, whatsoever. Yes. Yeah. So in a lot of ways. Pretty much. You know, we know what we're doing. And there's and there's a massive ego that's trying to steer it in a certain direction that they want it to go. Paul, is that is it? Right. I, I think you're the best person to answer that one, aren't you, Colin? Am I? I, I don't do any steering. Look at you. Look at you. I'm going to call you Paul Willis from now on. 
I, I, I think, I think you're more of the of the Willis. I think I'm more of a Wells character. What fat? <laughs> dead. <laughs> no, no, no. Boy genius, wasn't he? I mean, I'm not. Wait, wait. So, so you're all right. So you were by yeah. No, I'll accept you as the world in that you had a very good high point at the beginning, yes. and then it was downhill for the rest of your life. Okay. I'll take I'll that. I'll take it. I'll take it. I got called young yeah. man at work the other day. Yeah. Did you? What by hundred? He, he was. He wasn't quite a hundred, but he was. 100. He was on his way. Was it? Was he? Was he dressed in Roman gear? <laughs> I think it was Leonardo da Vinci, actually, but. Did he, did he say, did he, he didn't say, oh, you're a young boy. He said, forsooth, that is a young boy. <laughs> is that he, what he said, He did Paul? talk funny. Yeah, so, yeah. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Was it English? Uh, I thought it was Italian. Oh, did you say Mamma Mia? Preview mm, point. Yeah, Mario. Um, oh. So they, they, what are we doing? So they force Hawk to put the crystals together, but he doesn't put it together right, does he? Yeah, see, that's one of the problems. Like, why would you, if you've got a guy that you've been insulting, beating up, killing people, shooting, for, why would you expect him to put it together correctly? Yeah, yeah. He's going to... At this point. He, he's going to screw you over, isn't he? Of course yeah. he is. Yeah. But they're not that bright, the yeah. Mayflowers, are they? Really? Yes, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everything, because he didn't put it all together, everything explodes, basically. Yeah, and it's a good explosion, and then weird hot stuff goes all over Mayflower. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be. Apparently, it's supposed to be bronze, because the, I think the, the the I think it may maybe it goes into this in the book, but I read that because he left out a particular piece, it, the machine actually does the thing that Da Vinci wanted it to do in the first place, which was make. Oh, I know, like that. Yes, so he bronzed instead of gold. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But it doesn't really explain that in the Bro- movie. Bronze, fing- bronze Finger. It's not, that's a bad name for a Bond film, isn't it? Bronze, bronze Finger. finger. <laughs> He's a <the> man. <laughs> the man with the bronze touch. Could be worse. Could be brown. Brown, brown Finger. finger. Yeah. Yeah. He's the no, man. No, no. Leave it. Leave it. <laughs> leave it there. Um, so, yeah, she, she's covered in molten bronze and Richard E. Grant's electrocuted. Oh, he's burned. Yeah. Yep. Pierce off. Yeah, yeah. Burned. Yeah. Um, Hawk has a fight with the evil butler, um, and uh, Anna accidentally shoots him in the arm, doesn't she? And he's, he scre- he screams, yes. "Stop helping!" Doesn't he? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's a good. I like yeah. that scene because she she can't shoot things, so she yeah. He, he gets over yeah. being shot in the arm very quickly though. Again, cartoonish. Yeah. Uh, you you do. Do I? I mean, I don't know if you do. Well, I don't know. It took me a while after that time in Nakatomi Plaza, I have to say. Oh, you were there, were you? I was there. I was there. There was me. There was Bruce Willis. Yeah. Alan, he was there. Yeah. Alan was there. Yeah, I was yeah. running around in my vest. Oh, that was a sight to see. I mean, we can we can assume it's a lie because you said the word running. <laughs> I was walking. I was walking. Was there somebody in front of you with like a can of beers or something? <laughs> You're like running after him, like a donkey with a carrot on the end of his nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Hey, whatever. Yeah, it's just Bruce. Bruce Willis was riding <gasps> you, like what? What? on your shoulders. What? Right, he's on your shoulders yes. in his vest, and he had a long stick with a beer at the end of it, and that's how he's going faster, faster, little boy, faster, little boy. All right, 
Yeah. I wonder yeah. why I had a bad back. Makes sense. No, 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 no. He was yelling, yippee ki <laughs> Were you there? I was, really? yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Eated a Twinkie <laughs> while I was <laughs> being ridden by a cop. <laughs> oh, um, what, 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 what? Just what? I don't know. Um, by the way, bon- Bonnie is an Erdale, just for to point that out. Thank you. Dog, dog watch. Uh, that 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 could mean something very different in the UK. <laughs> we'll leave that one there as well, shall we? Yeah. But the butler is unusual. But the butler is beheaded by his own blades, and Hawk quips, "Yes, he, he won't be attending that hat convention in July." I mean, technically, he still could. Well, he's dead. Someone could take his head. <laughs> That's very dark. And stick a hat on it. Dark, right? That's dark, that, Colin. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, technically, somebody could take his head, put a hat on it, and he could attend the convention. He could. I'd like to, I'd like to see the results. What? What? Uh... In fact, I bet there's a lot of, like, heads at a hat convention. They're usually not real, but I bet there is a lot of heads. Oh, like those um, on-podium type things. Mannequins yeah, yeah. type yeah, things, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair yeah, enough, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So I think his joke doesn't work. Come on, you laughed. If he said he wouldn't be attending that tie convention, maybe. Oh, nice. I mean, obviously, obviously, it's necktie, yeah. not like the country, because yeah, yeah. that's weird. That, <laughs> that's a whole different situation. The place, uh, mm. the place explodes, but Hawk and Andy McDowell escape in Da Vinci's flying machine. They do excellent. A callback, like mm-hmm. it. And they crash land, and then they reunite with Tommy, who somehow didn't die in the crash because her bags and sprinklers, apparently, in in the car. Yeah, but, but they 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 pull it off because of the way they do the yeah. scene. Whereas, like, who'd believe it? Yeah, it's so ridiculous. And, all, and they look at each other. Yeah, they look at each other and go, "Yeah, okay, I believe yeah. it," kind of thing. Yeah, it's a silly ending, but it's a silly film. So what are you going to do? It's the kind of gag that you, that wouldn't look out of place in one of these Deadpool movies, isn't it? You know, they they do that, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he just talked to the screen. Exactly, exactly. Right, you just break the fourth wall. So Hudson Hawk and Anna kiss, and he finally gets his cappuccino. That's right, and he's in Italy, perfect place. Exactly, all is good with the world. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the end of Hudson Hawk. So, Paul, what did you think of Hudson Hawk? This movie failed at the box office and gets maligned everywhere. Or it did for a long time, didn't it? Oh, God, yeah. It was like a bomb it was considered at the time. Where did you see this film? I didn't see it in the cinema. I I rented it when it came out. Oh, okay. um, And I think I rented it. We were both Bruce, big Bruce Willis fans. I think you saw it first. You, yes. you went to the cinema to see it, didn't you? I saw it at the cinema. <clears> and you yeah, told yeah, me about yeah. it. And then I missed it at the cinema. And then as soon as it came out to rent, that was when I rented it. Because you, on the strength of what you'd said. And I wanted to see it anyway. You know. For the life of me, I can't understand why it bombed. Because, and I think a lot of the negativity that surrounds it has been put on it from all the stories about its production. Oh, you know, okay. The humour is spot on for the most part. 
I would say. Mm. All right. I think the performances are all great, especially Richard E. Grant and Sandra Bernard. The the fantastic and they steal every moment that they're in and bruce willis right. he's at the top of his game in this movie he's the most bruce wow. willis that bruce willis has ever been in this film i think yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, okay hold on a second i just wanted did we see the same film <laughs> uh, yeah we did you right, asked what i'm saying he, bruce willis was born to play roles like this as far as i'm concerned He's funny. He's, he's smug, yeah. but he's also likable. And yeah, which is which is actually very hard to do. Yeah, definitely, it's hard to pull off that, isn't it? I mean, just look at you. Which one am I then? I mean, if I can't do them both, which one? Oh, am I? I think we. Oh yeah, I know. Oh, I think right. we know. I think we know. <laughs> we know which one you are, pal. And he's incredibly cool on screen. He's a proper movie star. Yeah, he is. Uh yeah, it's wacky. Um. But it's also kind of got a heart to it, this film, as well. We like it, or I like it, because it's a direct descendant of a Bing Crosby and Bob Hope movie. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Stop. Sorry, I thought you doing drugs then, Colin. <laughs> well, yeah. That's later. So, really, what's not to like about this film? In the eyes of the world, it's a flop, but not in these eyes here. These eyes here, and I'm pointing at mine, yeah. it's a hit. No question about it. <sighs> right. Bold words. Go on. Well, I mean, it's obvious that the chaotic production made a chaotic film. Mm-hmm. The script is all over the yeah. place. I-, I like it for that reason, though. Uh, I'm talking now. <laughs> I'm just interjecting. Interjecting. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's a, just a very weird film, and I love every second of it. Always have did in the cinema. In the cinema, I can't remember who I was with when I watched it, but nobody was laughing except <laughs> us. And the more nobody laughed, the funnier we found it. I can see that. Yeah. I was biased at the time because big Bruce mm. Willis fans at the time in the 90s. But even now when I watch it, it just breezes by. It does. Yeah. And I, I've seen it countless mm-hmm. times. And I will watch it again. Had it been a while for you? Because um, it had been years for me because I hadn't thought about it in a long time. Yeah, it must have been a while because, yeah, I think it was a while. And I watched it. I actually have watched it twice recently because the new Blu-ray oh, right. came out yeah. from Kino. So I watched it when I got that, and then I watched mm-hmm. it for this. So I've watched it a couple of times. And sometimes when we I watch stuff, and then we go, oh, well, we could do that for the podcast. It's like, oh, i got to sit through that again. But for this, I was like, yeah, all right, we'll mm-hmm. put it on again. That's fine. Yeah, Bruce Willis is great in it. Danny Aiello yeah. is great in it. I like James mm-hmm. Coburn in it. I think everybody, those kind of, they know what kind of film they're in. Oh, you can see from the tone of the performances, the way they're pitching it. Can't you? That they know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even though Richard E. Grant hates his performance in it and hates the film, he still nails oh, it. Oh, absolutely. But he, he never knows. Sort of Sandra Bernhard, too. Yeah, yeah. And and I haven't seen. I've got. I have to admit, I've not seen her in much. Mm. But I liked what I see in this. And and has Richard E. Grant ever given a bad performance in anything? I don't think so. I can't think of anything. No. Mm-hmm. Well, so for me, yeah, it's a hit. 
what a shocker for us anyway well, for us yeah <laughs> yeah so that's it for hudson hawk and that's it for another episode of retrospection thank you for listening to us and thank you to our patreon supporters who keep the lights burning at the old retrospection towers and they are old they are they're getting older every year that's what time does Paul bits of them are falling off to be honest while we're talking tell me about it he's a good cleaner yeah telling you it does Mm -hmm. anyway thank you very much for this nonsense (laughs) and it has been nonsense (laughs) yeah Yeah, it has a bit yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you goodbye bye Perfect crime.